to Jay Jake Jackets. Gear up to fire the cannon and hit the ice with your host, Jay Ashdown and Jake Gehringer. What a game last night. Oh boy, so, so awesome. Right. It was amazing. We just went, do you want to start with that? Well, I think what we should start with, first of all, welcome to our first game recap episode, our first regular season episode of the show. Yeah, it's a new, new kind of vibe to it. I like you it. Kind of, yeah. Kind of more professional, official kind of vibe, right? Yeah. And yet we're still just going to be shooting the shit like we always do. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very professional. <laughs> what a game on Thursday. I caught, um, I caught two of the three periods. I missed the third. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> But um, first of all, I want to start with a fun little segment, a player of the game segment that I want to call the Kepi Keeper. Mm. You like that? I do like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I mean, there's a, and here's the thing with a game like that, there's a lot of different options you can go with. Yeah, absolutely. Are we both just going to give like who we would give it to? Absolutely. All right, man. And then why? You know. it's, it's your idea. So you you take the honors. You go first. <laughs> all right. Uh, my Kepi's going to go to Oliver Bjorkstrand. Your guy. Yeah. My uh, guy. He would definitely deserve <laughs> it considering um, he was uh, uh, unbelievable. On. <laughs> what, four points? Fire. Yeah. He, yeah, two and two. Um, yeah. Big preach for my fantasy team. Actually, all three of the guys, all my Blue Jackets line just crushed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, his uh, <laughs> his first his first goal was a beautiful tip in front, and then the Gorgeous. second goal was like such a hilarious goal, right? <laughs> Z- zero reason that puck should ever go in, but Carter Hutton was in that, so it did. It was Carter Hutton. You're right. <laughs> yeah. What about your Kepi? You know what? Um, no problem with that pick. There's a lot of different guys. You go with Bjorki because I mean he was. Unbelievable best player on the ice. You can go with Max Domi. Talk about coming back. Oh my early. god! He was good in the preseason game, and then a goal and two assists. And I you mean, can we... maybe give it to Cole Sillinger for getting his first NHL point. He looked very, very right. Good. That's all. Oh, he looked great, and I forgot he even like we were watching at a B Dubs. We watched the first period at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and yeah. uh, him out there to start. What? I loved it. Bro, I love it. I love that. I will say the one thing I do like about Brad Larson so far, granted, that's only been one game, but I like the fact that he's not willing to mix it up and put him out there in any situation. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to the actual game recap, but yeah, but we'll get your um, Kepi. My Kepi is going to Who's be your more Kepi of an emotional keeper? appeal. I um, kind of because he did. I mean, Elvis, man. I mean, Don is the number 80 for the game. He was outstanding. He made several great saves. I know you, I know he scored eight goals, but still he stopped what 35 of 37. He was very, very good. He he got peppered. They had some really good scoring chances that he found ways to yeah, it was keep like out a net. Shot difference was like 12. 
right yeah and i mean the first goal that he allowed i mean he was bumped into but you know no call because he was pushed into and then the second one clayton keller just picks a spot with like three minutes left in the game who cares like he, he was outstanding the entire night oh yeah and obviously a very emotional night for him he lost his best friend a brother and like yeah it's been i mean it, it's hit everybody hard but it hit has hit nobody harder than elvis right and that is it's my reasoning that's jay's keppy keeper yep there we go first keppy keeper of the season i literally just came up with the name on the fly one night i love it beautiful <laughs> i like it that's a good segment yeah you like that i do like it cool well uh columbus won their home slash season opener in a big way yeah mind-blowingly uh, big <laughs> like um, yeah. but i mean first we talked about it in the metro preview last show we talked about a lot of that stuff that we just brought up like max coming back uh in the metro preview but all the kivvy stuff man it's the, just the banner so his family being there for the puck yeah. drop i saw and, um and the video I, of tortorella talking about it oh, with Tor emily kaplan yeah talking about how it's not even just a, a guy who's stirring his career this 24 year old just starting starting his life, his life. just <sighs> um let me tell you like so torts is an awesome guy like we love torts oh like, absolutely torts, He's when, getting when a job this season. Man. Like he's getting a coaching job again soon. Yeah, he deserves it. He's a great guy. Great we'll person. Always great love coach. him. But he's he's also awesome on the panel too. I wouldn't mind seeing him like just stay in that role. He's he's been really good at it in his career because he's he's so honest. Oh yeah. There's something better than when he was on TSN and they would ask a question like, "What do you think of this?" And he's just like, "That's a stupid question." Yeah. <laughs> Like I, th like I think this is the dumbest question. I don't even know why we're talking about this. <laughs> what was funny was when we were watching it, um, we we get through the player introductions, and obviously, you know, we get all our alternate captains and Boone last, mm -hmm. and then like seeing Cole suiting up and Yegor suiting up. We'll get to Yegor later. Yeah, but like seeing those two and Max. And, like, honestly, as soon as I saw on Twitter that um, Elvis was wearing number 80, I wanted to break down and cry in the that. restaurant. Like, oh, that is, like, the coolest thing ever. I, I, wanted say, to, um, I wanted to cry in the club. I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's got me crying in the club. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, though. Like, seeing him wear that number was so surreal. And I know. the way he played was just, he played his heart out for him. You know the interview he had after the game in the arena. Just oh, with Jody, yeah, yeah. My wife told me not to fuck it up. Like <laughs> that was that was funny. Um, Great advice by Alexandra. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but the thing that's now granted, okay, we won eight to two. But the one thing that I liked about it was the technical game-winning goal because it's the third goal. The captain, Boone Jenner, we love it. You love yeah. to see it. I like seeing the looks that he had with Domi. I'm not gonna lie. 
I did not expect those two to play a decent chunk of the game together, but I liked it when I saw them together. Those two are interesting because you know that they can both play the same way. They can both play the center role, but they're, they also can play wing. They're both very, very physical, in-your-face kind of, and, and they both like to kind of drive offense. You know, they want to drive to the net. They yeah, want to and they will muck. Kind of plays. They will bang and crash and dig at you in the corners mm-hmm. as much as they want. Not afraid to mix it up. I'm telling you, man, like, this is a different look at Max Domi. It's good. This this is uh, this is a match I don't that freak, I I don't want to I don't want to freak out from one preseason game and no. one regular season game but like I mean I don't know man this is looking like first season Montreal Canadiens Max Domi so far this is a max I wouldn't mind keeping absolutely I know it's a contract year so you you could look at it one of two ways one if he continues to play well he could be a very good deadline piece but at the same time yeah. if he's playing well like that could be a piece that you keep around you yeah. Know? If he's willing to stay at a reasonable price, he's got what five point three million average annual value. If you can keep him right around like five point five, I know that would our, be a price I'd want to keep him at. I know our buddy Jason would love that because he's been wanting Max there for forever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, awesome. let's start from the beginning, essentially, because it was like you know they dropped the puck. Cole Sillinger out there to start with yes. te- with uh, Tex and who was it? It was well they they Domi was also out there at the beginning with Tex. was it Max too okay yeah so it was Cole they kind of mixed things up at the beginning of the game because it was Max Domi who had the the sauce through the air to Tex that he was able to tip home not even a minute in and it was just like forty we, seconds into the game literally I was barely. Over. I was barely paying attention, and then I look up, and I'm like, oh, my God, already? And this is, like, the interesting thing about Alexander Texier, because we saw last year where it was like, oh, it's going to be interesting for him, and he came out the first couple of games, and he was really, really good, and then he kind of tapered off the rest of the way. So right. we've seen now, you know, he this is the second time he's come out to start the season looking pretty good. Want to see some consistency out of this guy? It's a big year for him. Totally, he need, he needs that bounce back like really, really yeah. bad. I mean, a lot of this, a lot of these guys on the team need it. And, you know, I'm not going to judge him too harsh because he is a very, very young player just beginning his career. Of course, but we've seen the flashes of this guy, um, you know, in 2019 in the playoffs, and then last year in the regular season, we've seen like bits and pieces of this guy like oh like there, there's something there with this guy and right the reason they took him what 45th overall oh in yeah 2017 yeah. yeah uh how about the new guys jake lot, Bean. yeah jake Getting Bean, his first man. goal um yeah i jake like what i saw in the preseason from jake bean Vor- voracek had some great passes like he yeah, had I amazing mean, looks and he was and shooting too yeah, and he, he's going to be the, the, the essential quarterback of the power play, which I'm very, very excited about. Like what I see from him, like, you know, obviously, yeah. like we were, obviously, the emotional impact of the trade at first was tough on us because it's like, oh my God, why'd you trade Cam Atkinson for Jakob Voracek? Right. Because Cam has, he's an ambassador of the city, man. Like, exactly. He bodies Columbus Blue Jackets hockey. He 
bodies Columbus. He loved it here. We loved him. So it's well, tough to have that emotional both, connection and kind of give that up. But yeah, Stockup's doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he loves the city. He's coming home. Mm-hmm. From and he's happy yeah. to be here. He's he's really like so far really embraced the city again, talking about how much he loves it. And it's a different kind of style of player. You know, when you have Patrick Laine and you have Oliver Bjorkstrand, who, you know, not, not Laine can play either left wing or right wing, but seems like they want to put him on the right wing at least to start. Yeah. Um, you don't really need a Cam Atkinson. You, you want someone who can pass the puck. Right. And that's essentially the decision as to why they made it. So once you get over that, like, emotional connection and everything like that, you need I'm somebody really to like this trade. You need somebody to feed Patty, which, uh, mm-hmm. speaking of Patty, that was kind of weird because he wasn't doing what he normally does. He was the one, yeah. you know, passing he's, it over. Sometimes I, I, I think he was dishing. Possible. Yeah, the two games I saw of him in the preseason and what I saw in the first game, like, like he's, he's such a good sniper. His shot is so unbelievable. He's got that big frame and mm-hmm. so much power. You sometimes forget he is a good passer. Yeah. Like, he can make those plays. And then he also had, you know, we saw it in the preseason game where he just pulled the power forward move and mm-hmm. bulldozed right through everybody. He can do more can than do it, just, man. yeah. He's a good skater. When, when, I mean, when, when he's, he's uh, it's hard to, like, describe. Do you, do you know his skating style is pretty similar to Jack Eichel, where it's like, they're both pretty fast. Right. But you don't realize it because it looks so effortless. Right. They're just gliding at exactly. like Exactly. They're not, they're not chugging crazy. along and Yeah. Yeah. Like the legs are barely moving because and, and I think of the height has a lot to do with that. Yes. Whereas like like McDavid's not small either, but like when he like he's so fast, but like you can tell like, like he's got like his legs are really moving. Yeah. With those yeah. two though. It's just a total glide. It's so Connor, Connor McDavid looks like the Roadrunner when he's out there. And yeah, then... it's, it's, this is such a good comparison. Like he really <laughs> does. It's amazing. They're they're unbelievable. But, but yeah, like I gotta say, like I, I like what I'm seeing from Patty. I mean, like, Clayton Keller does sniper. too. Let's not let's not go, you know, without like acknowledging the two goals that the Coyotes did score. Mm-hmm. One like... from former Blue Jacket Anton Strollman. Oh boy. Granted, <laughs> <laughs> he was a Blue Jacket like 11 years ago, but. <laughs> I know. Former Panther and teammate of Sergei Bobrovsky's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. They, the Z got just, a goal. Like, oh my God, there's so Z many storylines to this game. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> everybody just looked so good. There was, like, I have no complaints from the game. The and power then, play like, looked good. Gus getting one in his first game back in over a full year yeah and it was like from such a sharp angle like whew. like they all looked great um, yeah it was it was an awesome game man and, and it, it you just had the feeling like i mean if you're if you're a betting man you yeah. probably want to put a lot of money on the blue jackets to win that game they're raising the banner Elvis is in net. Right. He's wearing 80. Come back. on. He's wearing 80. You know, like it just, it had, and they're facing the coyotes. Like it, it had the, the, the makings of, of one of those. A gimme game. Kind of yeah. games. Yeah. And, but like, I still am stunned. Like I didn't expect them just to 
beat the ever-living shit out of him. Yeah, you know? no, I expected a lot more than that. And the, okay, so, like, the two things that would have made it just a complete chef's kiss of a game would be, one, if Elvis got the shutout and it was 8-0. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, That's come what on. I was kind of hoping for. Come that on. Been... Like, yeah. That Come would have on. been unbelievable. And then Elvis, instead of getting second, getting first star. Yeah. Which I had no problem like, with them giving Ali the first star of the game. No, neither you know? did I. I mean, you know me. I'm, he's my homeboy. <laughs> exactly, man. And here's the thing. like, There's a lot to be like happy about. When you like win a game like that, anytime you can win a hockey game and you're not getting any goals from Roslevic, Line A or check, right? Pretty good hands, like, yeah, because those are the guys you're going to really, really rely on to carry the offensive load. Now, obviously, yes. obviously, Bjork is a part of that, but you know, he gets points, <laughs> yeah. Like, us too, man. Gus, Gus, I think that's been really overshadowed. Like, I'm glad that you mentioned that, like, yeah, Gustav Nyquist really forgetting really, that yeah. Gus Nyquist is back, like. <laughs> Because he missed all and of last year, and there's back. so many other storylines. Like, yeah, Cole Sillinger making the roster. Yeah, Vorchek's back. What are we going to see from Patrick Wine? There's so many things to look at here. Right. It's been completely kind of swept under the rug by this fan base that Gus Nyquist is back, and he's a very, very solid player. Right. I feel like um, Max being back right away kind of overshadowed the fact that yeah, Gus, Max too. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, it was expected that Gus was going to be back. You knew right. going into the season he was going to be back. Nobody had an idea that that Max was going to be ready by the season opener. Exactly. I'm t- here's the, and this is the tough thing, man. Like I'm looking at a team. Let's just let's say this. Brand we're, new. We're recording this at like you know three thirty. Um the the day of the game against Seattle. Seattle, yes. So which on, on Tuesday on t- we will on Tuesday have we're gonna yeah that. recap that one. Here's what I'll say that's like so like hard to, to like grasp with this team. So, so we did our predictions yes. of the division last episode, mm-hmm. and I'm not changing anything with that. Probably um, not. None of us should be like like, but it's so tough because we both predicted like the Blue Jackets to finish last, but at the same time they're not like I said seventh, <laughs> so. Oh, you did? I didn't say last. No, I said seventh. Okay, I, th- I, was, I, I said last. And it's hard because I mean, the Devils added Tatar and, right. and Hamilton, which makes it like, and plus Jack Hughes, I think, is going to get there. Anyway, the, the point Dude, here, though, did you is see like, Jack's overtime winner? Oh, my God. Disgusting. Unbelievable. Gross. Oh, nasty. Should be illegal. Anyway, <laughs> should so my, be, my, yeah. My point, my point here is Domi's back early. He looks great. Gus, Gus is, is back. here, yeah. Voracek is a good addition. Jake Bean, and you know, you know, did I mention that Gus Nyquist is back? <laughs> like, 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 there's Sillinger so much to about with this. Is here. Texier looks great. Bjorky looks up. great. Elvis looks amazing. It's just and it's like you have. It's like, one game, but come this. on. We 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 talked about this too. Like, obviously, the whole, whole like thing with with kibby is absurdly sad and absolutely it's, inc- it's it's heartbreaking but, but it's a driving seen... yeah it's a driving thing and that's part of the reason why i had such 
I struggled so much with making these predictions is because like right. this division is so freaking loaded head to toe. The two yeah. worst teams on paper in the division are Columbus and New Jersey. I don't think either of them are bad teams. No, they're great teams, especially on paper. Like, like you look at the just the I mean, again, we went over individual players last episode and it's like whoa. <laughs> It's yeah, it's it's such a this division is gonna be such a dogfight. Such a stacked division entire season. And knowing that teams like Columbus have stories like Kivy mm-hmm. to, you know. And they got it, a new face behind the bench too. Like like that the players the, seem to respect. Yeah, both of those storylines are going to be the driving force behind and you know. That's why I said, sure, I didn't have them any higher than seventh, but they're going to surprise people. They are. It's like, it's tough because it's like, you hear like, oh, they're going to finish seventh or eighth in the division. You're like, oh, that's a bad year. But it's the Metro. I don't know. Why don't you look at the rest of the division? The Flyers, the Capitals, the Penguins, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Hurricanes. It's a pretty good division. Yeah. Oof. that's hard for anybody like i mean God, very hard I, it's it's ridiculous like the only other division that's like that is probably the central the central is going to be pretty tight yeah it's going to be it's not nearly as good as the metro but that's also no it's it's not it's as like, locked tight but no because it's, it's like be... you know arizona's going to finish eighth but then it's like one to seven it's like all right like it's a total toss-up yeah it's it's ridiculous like it's like that division's like locked at the top and at the bottom. Arizona's gonna finish last. Colorado's yeah. gonna finish first. Two to seven though. You got St. Louis. You got Dallas. Don't know. You got Chicago. Like Nashville. Like it's it's very. Don't know. Yeah, and that's what I love about hockey because men like I know, you know it's how, such like, an unpredictable. Yeah. You know how like football they say like any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Any given day. Any given day of the week. Any given day. Um, We mentioned Yegor because we were talking Mm -hmm. about Colin Yeager, um, you know, being on the opening night roster. Uh, He got sent down uh, yesterday. Which I like because if you're not going to put him in the lineup, there's no reason to have him up. I want to make sure that he's getting games experience, getting used to the North American ice. Right. And playing that kind of style hockey. So, Right. Um, One thing I I do – want to wrap up just on the opening night thing Mm -hmm. is um people talk about columbus you know operating like small market and we talked about this on the show before about how it's really not yeah it's not a small market they just operate that they are that damn barn i saw some numbers in the sdpn discord Mm -hmm. where they were like talking about you know attendance numbers um 98 percent 98.2. 98.2. Yeah. That barn and was packed. Yeah. It's like, man, it's it's not a bad market. The problem is, and we've discussed this before, they're never going to beat out the Buckeyes. They aren't. No. It's just part of the thing. So, like, at the start of the season, like, they usually sell out the season opener. Right. And then, like, attendance tapers a little bit. It's, you know, usually. Lesser get opponents get, yeah, lesser attendance. Thousand, 
in there. Metro opponents are always going to get higher attendance. Good opponents are going to get higher attendance. And then, like, after January, once the season's over for Ohio State, like, if the Blue Jackets are good, then the numbers go back up and people don't care. It's very much a timing thing. Like, your best attendance outside of the season opener for the Blue Jackets are going to come months February to April. Maybe not February this year with it being an Olympic year, but well, you 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 know what I mean though on any given yeah. given year, so that's that's just how how it operates, right? Um, but the thing I did want to say about Yegor that I like is, you know, sending him down to the minors to play games is a very good thing. I will right. say I do like that they had him on the roster to start the season, like him making the roster. He deserved mm-hmm. it for how he played in the preseason. You reward him by letting him be a part of the opening right. night roster and then sending him down so he can get those games experience because let him dress so he can experience what it's like to, you know, yes. Be a Play part of the top that six in the yeah. minors. Because and the thing that that's the only difference between Cole and Yegor is just the position like the blue jackets right. have some pretty good wingers on their team so jaeger's not going to get that opportunity to play in the top nine whereas because the center position's a little depleted right uh, it's a little uh, going to get those opportunities Cole's yeah. gonna get yeah so i wouldn't mind seeing like you know obviously if there's an injury jaeger come right back up yeah absolutely like, no, i mean no big deal i just don't want him in a position where he's playing on the fourth line, you know what I mean? Right. Like, no, you can't do that with Jaeger Chinikov with the, the way he if plays. It's only the third line, that's fine. Like third line's fine. If you put him on the second line, that's fine. Yeah. First line would be would be amazing. I'd love Oh that. my god. Like, Dude, you want to make sure like, I mean, you're gonna we get talked this guy about this, experience, give him minutes. We talked about this with the power play thing. Um before I move on to the the other like tie-in with the miners. Um, you know cannon from chinnikov and cannon from line a on either side just yeah that's it this is probably like the most talent they've had probably since 2019 in terms of like oh yeah the power play units because you, you got you got z you got both this mm-hmm. you also jake bean bean yeah can make it happen so you, you got three solid defensemen on bean's goal was amazing happen. he was up was in the rush shot. and whoo um, and, and then, like, offensively, like, so outside of those three really good offensive defensemen, you got, you, you got Jakob Borchek, who's right. quarter, quarterback in the power play, Patrick yep. Lane, who's and then the ultimate on the, finisher on that power play. <laughs> on the second unit, man, you got Max Domi out there. Yeah. And, just, like, on, and, and, and then you also got Bjorkstrand and Gus Nyquist. Like, there's a lot that like, you can do. Max is over there to cause havoc and, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Well, they, from what I've seen so far, the grand has only been two games. They put him on not the even wall, the same spot that uh, that Voracek is usually in. Oh, letting him letting him dish the puck, and he looked pretty good at doing it. Like they good. they want him to they want him on the half wall, uh, zipping the puck around like like Jakob on the second, which I like. I think that that's a good role for him. Oh yeah, I mean he is we, a, he's a really good passer. We know he can dish. We know he can shoot. And I mean, like, we knew he could shoot ever since his Arizona days. Mm-hmm. Like, we know he he's got a way to finish. Um, and he's always been more of a playmaker. But I mean, yeah, we even saw like the the season that he had was seventy two points in Montreal. I'm pretty sure he had twenty eight goals that year. Like, I think that was also like he was on at the time. I think it was at least six game goal streak, and then he completely just swipe steals the puck, and then just 
bang. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, it, well, it's also like his uh, on, on Boone's goal. I mean, he made a great play defensively. They dropped the puck off, mm-hmm. picked off the pass. And then like he kind of lost the puck a little bit and just decided to drive around the net and he just put it right in front and Boone was able to pick up the loose change. So he's making that's, smart plays. Man. That's the best he, thing Boone does. Yeah. <laughs> just gets in those dirty areas. Yeah. Um, so the other monsters thing I wanted to talk about was their tributes to Kimmy. Yeah. Um, which they are, um, you know, Columbus is doing a very similar thing behind the net. Um, there's a number 80 mm-hmm. that's going to be there all year. Yeah. So that's at least what they're doing, like, in arena. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're going to have, you know, a slideshow for their home opener, um, that kind of thing. So it's good that this is, you know, going throughout the organization because we know Kivy was lights out in Cleveland yeah. too, right? So he was. He was he, I saw him couple times in cleveland and then i would say some of the two starts he had in the nhl in buffalo um right and the other the other thing i kind of want to talk about i didn't even tell you i want to talk about this but i mean if we're talking about tributes to the number 80 mm-hmm. um pierre luc dubois changed his number yes to 80. that we was touched on this yes. a while ago but I back when he originally did it yeah because he sent a jersey to Elvis. Yes, I remember seeing this. And he signed it. Like, it's an honor to wear this number. Right. Which is just, you know, and I think it's important for people to remember that Pierre-Luc Dubois is human. So, you know, the way that he left the organization left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. Messy breakups happen. I I tweeted that to Lindsay when they, you know, Lindsay... Uh, tweeted about this at Jackets Lindsay. Yes, um, she's 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 amazing. awesome. She's and great. One of um, one of my favorites. Please follow her if you get the chance. She's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, she she said it too perfectly. Like the way that he left wasn't ideal, but he's always been. In I tweeted person. at her that you know we know that messy breakups happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's and just what it was. God, I mean, just remember, I mean, this guy. Like at the same time, like he's also a kid. Like. He, Right. He did this. He left the organization when, when he was 21. I mean, like it's like back 20... off a little bit, man. Yeah. Like he's 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 young. He's just starting his life too. And if he didn't want to be here, I said that sucks because we loved him. But like, I'm always going to wish him the best luck because he's a great guy. And yeah, at the end of the um, day, like we can be upset about it all we want, but we got Patrick Line and Jack Ross on the cut of it too. Right. So it's another way to look at it. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And you know. I'm still like he's in a completely other conference, completely other division. So you can still he's on a likable team. Yeah, you can still wish the player well. I do. I definitely wish him well. He's a great, great person, and I hope he does well for the rest of his career when he's absolutely playing Columbus. And I hope that the guys we got in the deal do a little better than him, so we can win the deal. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, Congratulations to the Seattle Kraken on their first franchise win yeah so they kind of got screwed out of uh a out win of, in their first game yeah, because oof. the chandler stevenson goal was absolutely kicked in but they came back <laughs> didn't let it didn't let them affect them and they they put up a good performance against nashville brand our guy brandon tana tana selling on the bench just mm-hmm. like losing it <laughs> just love, love he, that he, guy. full of joy i love it and those jerseys awesome look player. so 
Beautiful. Beautiful, man. Oh, I'm, they look I'm, I'm so really good. I'm really looking forward. Really looking forward to the home opener soon. The home opener at Climate Pledge is going to be amazing. I want to see. I want to see that thing be packed too. Like, oh, it'll be packed. Uh, uh, d- by the way, did you get the chance to buy Chell yet? No, that's the thing. I don't have. Um, I don't have a PlayStation at my place. Oh, I gotcha. I just bought it the other day. Still kind of getting used to like the new things because they have, I think the they have like, Frostbite yeah. doing it now. Oh um, yeah, yeah, Frostbite engine. So like yeah. it's, it's like and very it's a little different than like previous years and stuff. But I like it so far. I, I like just being able to do things with Blue Jackets because like you know I love doing franchise mode and run. Right. Mode. Nasher had some fun videos about it, and I was like, ooh, this does look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I love what Nasher's doing right now, especially with awesome. his like larger awesome role guy. on TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm happy for him. I mean, he, he deserves it. Like, yeah, I wish I wish NHL would do more content stuff with him because like they're trying to like get like reach the younger audience, like stuff like that. Like we talked about, they brought in some TikToker. Don't yeah. do that. Like bring bring in the guys to like people actually like, do enjoy it. bring yeah, the I good mean, content creators yeah. who focus solely on hockey and who are really into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a job, NHL. No, give us a ring. Is going. You know, if you if you want uh, any Gary, anybody come on to start watching <laughs> hockey, bring in bring in me. Yeah, I'm very persuasive. <laughs> Gary, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Berkshire too, because he wants to probably eventually bring in like pluck in fans. Uh, yeah, into in game over Montreal. <laughs> yeah, Berkshire is awesome too. I think he's a jerkshire. Really? He, he's a good guy. I like that he had Dwayne on the Game 2 show. Oh my god, Dwayne's awesome. Dwayne's great. Um, anyway, another congrats. We got a lot of congratulations to get through. Yeah. Um, dude, I know he's on a rival team, but this guy has earned over and over and over so much respect. Alex Ovechkin, fifth all-time in goals. Yeah, I mean, what, what more can you say? I mean, you Ovi. literally, a shorthanded goal to tie Dion. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, because he's Alex Ovechkin and he's not, you know, a fan of ties. <laughs> right? Right. So he just blasts seven. What is it? Seven thirty-two now. I believe so. Seven thirty-two. Oh my god, we're never gonna see anything like this again. Like, and I feel like there's. It's weird because a lot of people I feel like are downplaying this, and it's like, come on. (laughs) It's like we talk about this roommates. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> we talk about this like in passing all the time, and it's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, Obi, great game again, because whatever. But it's like, come on, this is literally historic. It's unbelievable. Like he is the it's greatest goal scorer of all time. Um, he is going to continue to play for a while. He will pass Alex Ovechkin. He might be forty-three while he's doing it, but he is going to do it. He's going to continue to play until he does it. 
Did you just say Alex Ovechkin will pass Alex Ovechkin? Did I just say that? That's exactly what you just said. (laughs) What a long day, man. I know. I know. Trust me, I know. Anyway, he is going to play as long as he can so he can pass up Wayne Gretzky in goals. Be the greatest goal scorer of all time. You know what I want to see? What? I want to see this TNT deal last long enough to where Gretzky is breaking down the record-breaking goal. <laughs> oh, it, it probably will. I mean, like, please, I, we got to talk about that too, man. Gretzky is doing awesome in this role. Like, I love the Gretzky TNT and crew. Charles. Oh my god, that was so hilarious! <laughs> do you see the? Do you see the, the the thing I tweeted? Like the picture of like him shooting on. Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah. It was like Tristan Jarry in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. People um, were memeing the hell out of that. Yeah. So, you know how over the last couple of shows, obviously, besides the preview, we've been harping and harping and harping on uh, the Senators? Yeah. Because Brady was the only one left. He's done. Yep. He's done. And oh my God, this deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of money. It's uh, it, I mean, it's probably worth it. I would think it's Brady Kachuk. It's, it's it's one of those deals where you are paying for the potential. And he, and here's the only reason I'm concerned about that is sometimes those deals backfire. Uh, case in point, the Arizona Coyotes gave a lot of money to Clayton Keller, and Clayton right. Keller is very skilled, but he is not worth the $7.1 million per year that he is making. Yeah. And if, if this guy doesn't continue to evolve his game and improve mm-hmm. year by year, you might be paying $8.2 million to a prime Milan Lucic. And prime Milan Lucic is a good player, but is he worth $8.2 million? He is not. You know that is my concern. You know what's funny is you compare him to Lucic. Um, like... Are the Kachuk brothers essentially the new Lucic and Marchand? Yeah, I think Matthew's a lot more skilled, personally. So he's a lot more like Brad? Um, I wouldn't say he's as skilled as Brad, but I would say, yeah, he's a lot more like Brad than he is like Milan. Than Luch, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fun, though, like comparing two brothers like that to two, like, superstar Bruins like that, you know? Yeah. I remember, like I said, Milan was awesome for the Bruins. Like, I, like oh, yeah. I, obviously, everybody remembers. Like, we, we look at him now, like, oh my God, he's a plug making like five and a half million dollars. It's terrible. Thanks, Peter. I don't, I don't want people to forget just how amazing this guy was in his prime. Right. You could bank on this guy going to the front of the net every game, pissing you off, just getting your team to commit dumb penalties. He's a pain in the ass to play against. And- he, he is bare minimum going to score 20 goals a year, be a playoff warrior. And he, typically he would get like 30 goals a year for the Bruins. Like, and, it's well, an awesome let's, player. Let's any, hope any Brady does the same like thing. But my, and, and you, I think he will. The problem is though, is you're paying for more than that. You want right. that to be 30 at least. You don't want yeah. that to be 20. You want it to be want minimum 30. 30. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of money he's making. And I'm not saying that he can't do that. I think he can. It's yeah. just m- my philosophy 
I'm generally not a fan of paying for potential. I would rather do the bridge right. deal and wait and just give him his payday. Which that's that's the weird thing because that's what he wanted. He wanted the three. Really? Yeah. That's probably Melnick not wanting to have to deal with that because because here's the thing: if he does mm-hmm. continue to improve and he becomes like a really really good payer, yeah, he, in three years then that he would be ask, he could right probably ask for a long term. Yeah, yeah. That's probably at least ten million you're gonna have to pay him in, in, in three <sighs> years, it, and like that's probably why Eugene did it that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like I'm still, I've said everything I need to say about because I mean it's not, it's it's not Dorian. We all know this. No, I mean <laughs> Dorian is is doing his best. I, I think he is a pretty good GM. Yeah, I know, mean, but he's just he's the puppet master, or no, he's, he's not. Gotta, the, he's the puppet. He's got it. Yeah, he's got to deal with the worst owner in all hockey. Ooh, that's a tough. That's a tough boxing match between uh, huge, huge and uh, James. <laughs> James cares a lot more about the Knicks, though. Fair. There was a long period of time. Like it wasn't really Fair until enough. this past season that he stepped in in terms of operations with the Rangers. Right. And I mean, we've had that discussion, whatever, many times before. Yeah. He's um, still a terrible owner, though. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, so you know how we like our two guys on the Islanders. Yeah, those uh, pretty solid defensemen. Ryan Pulak's an understatement. Solid yeah. is very much an understatement. Ryan Pulak's deal. Hell? What? How did that get? They got an even better deal for him than they got for Pelic. Oh my god. <laughs> what, like what? What is it about Lou? What is it? About? I genuinely want to know. What he does got... he do? Does he like hold a gun to these guys' heads when they like they walk into the room to negotiate the contract? That wouldn't surprise me, because I mean, we've made plenty of memes and photoshops in there. I'm I'm gonna keep bugging you about joining that damn thing. <laughs> See, at least know. hey, at least I haven't made any stupid puns that'll block you from it today, <laughs> like. Like Tim said, you know what, man? <laughs> I'll give you that credit. You have not said anything uh, re- really, really punny today, so I'll, I'll give you that. I'm too sleep deprived to be too punny. God, I, like, Ex- I like sleep deprived, Jake. Except in text. I, I, I go crazy in the text chats with the puns. <laughs> what's, what's funny is I think Christian's worse. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> Love you, Chris. So what He's, you're saying is I shouldn't join. What I'm saying is you should, and we should all just have fun. You, me, Emily, Chris, butter is really fun in there. You know what? You know what? I forgot to mention the Discord activity. Guess whose birthday it is? I don't know. King CJ. Really? Happy birthday, Chris Johnson. Happy birthday, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Good for him, man. How old is he now? 40. Really? <gasps> yeah, he looks wow. good for 40. Yeah, he does, man. Love what he, looks, he does. I know. We all love what CJ does, and it's great that I'm he's really in, happy that like he's like He's in the of, Discord, and he's embracing it, and he's loving it. <laughs> that's awesome. I will say, like, 
you like we always talk about like breakout athletes and stuff like that there are some reporters though who like break out that like you're really happy for like sarah sivian is one that mm-hmm. i'm like super happy for um you know, allison is definitely one to a- allison oh my god i'm so happy dom decision <laughs> uh you know he's not really a reporter but jay fresh is really broken out like the last right. like six months oh my god like it's it's so awesome to see these people who are really smart mm-hmm. about hockey they're great people you know they interact with everybody and like they're gaining more and more traction as yes. time goes it's, it's awesome to see like they it's awesome it. it's great um it's super fun anyway so Pulak, uh let's actually talk about this deal eh um it's the best contract for a defenseman in the nhl that's tough because you did say <laughs> i did say that about adam pellick yeah but the problem is, is do you, do you want to know what makes the difference in this legitimately? The two of the them fact are... that Pollock, the fact that Pollock's right-handed. That too, yes. You get like an extra million in free agency just for being right-handed. I know. Just for your handedness. Yeah. It's so weird. So like the fact that they got a young right-hand shot defenseman who is on the the league's best defensive pairing. Yeah, <laughs> locked up as long term at that rate. It's ridiculous. I know. No Don't both of- manager in the league can do that, except for maybe Sweeney. Lamarillo magic, dude. It's unbelievable. It's literal magic. Like, how does he do it? We don't know. I have no idea. But speaking of Sweeney, do you want to get into the the other deal? To uh, to Charles. Yeah. I tell you, Charlie McAvoy. That's you know we talk we talk about like the young defensemen who are really mm-hmm. good in the NHL. Now, now Polix, he is young, but he's not like super young. Like we're talking about like the Kale McCars yeah, of the league, the Quinn Hughes, the Quinn Hughes. Yeah, like everybody talks about these really young defensemen. Charlie Charlie's McAvoy is a top five defenseman. He's a top five defenseman in hockey. In hockey, yes. Oh, dude, look uh, at the analytics. That's- that's a hell geek dude no seriously Look at <laughs> i know shots. i know they're disgusting he's wild now, pull up, and, and pull he, up he, his jay fresh card right now no seriously like, like he, he doesn't get the reputation that a kale mccarr gets simply because well, he doesn't no. put up a lot of points on the power play like he's not like the quarterback of the power play like, right producing that much like, defensively though this guy is as locked down as it gets in the national hockey and with him five on five offensively yeah with him playing with a guy like grizzlick or zaboral they'll typically play with with grizzlick yeah it's usually matt i love grizzlick though too like yeah he's he's had a pretty good rise too the last couple years but charlie good on you dude What's he's funny is like every penny. I think that's a great deal. That's a steal. I know it's crazy. nine and a half million. I think, right? Well, because I don't, I don't have what the average values are. I just have totals. So yeah. like Brady's is fifty-seven point five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I do have the average. Yeah, uh, Pollux is six point one five per year. He got the same contract as Seth Jones. Eight years, seventy-six million. Oh, Charlie. I was like, wait a yeah. minute. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. When I think about Charlie McAvoy, I think about Seth Jones. Absolutely. 
Let me <laughs> let me pull let me pull it up for you. Okay, per, war percentage, one hundred percent. Whoa! Even strength offense, ninety nine percent. Even strength defense, ninety five percent. Now this is what we said: like power play production is only sixteen percent power play. PK, ninety eight percent. What? Finishing, finishing for a defenseman, sixty one percent. Oh. Goals per sixty. 56%. Assist, primary assists per 60, 95%. What? Penalties, Primaries? Yep. Penalties, 82%. Quality no. of competition, 76%. Oh Quality of teammate, 52%. His oh. projected war timeline is literally jacked <laughs> all the way up. No way. Oh my God. And like, I talked about how good this guy is defensively. He's uh-huh. unbelievable. I did not realize that his even strength offense is four ticks better than his defense. <laughs> this kid is so good. This kid's so good. I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna break my promise. Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm Ooh. gonna. Now this is interesting. I'm gonna break my punny promise. The kids are all At least right. You gave me- at least you gave me a warning. Um, interesting. <laughs> so Jay Fresh, Jay Fresh tweeted this. His player comparison uh-huh. for uh, Charlie McAvoy. 20, in, ter- in terms of like just comparing him to everybody, or just like like, like in comparison like to like the player play- cards. Yeah. yeah. Like like the cards that look eerily similar. Twenty thirteen. Another defenseman who was a number one defenseman. Who was 23 years old at the time? Ryan McDonough. Whoa! Ryan McDonough in 2013, even strength offense, 93%. Even strength defense, 98%. Projected war percentage, 100%. Uh, primary Dude, McDonough. 90%. Like McDonough in his prime, like, like he's not in his prime anymore and he's still really good. He's still amazing prime, now. He was one of the best defensemen in the league. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. No wonder the Rangers traded for him in that deal. Yeah, like in, in the like, initial deal to get him as a prospect to, to develop him. Was that, that was the Scott Gomez deal, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. I mean, now it's, it sucks that they traded him away and didn't get nearly enough back for him. But you know, um, you're not always going to win out on those deals when you're getting no, prospects. Especially against Tampa. <laughs> yeah, Tampa will find a way to screw mm-hmm. over. But anyway. Like, yeah charlie unbelievable cash in brother <laughs> yeah man he's ev- worth every penny yeah um again they're in a you know completely other division from ours but like in terms of the guys that you love watching play i just even he's we, in there. man like we're, we're blue jackets fans first before good hockey fans yes second. yes we want to exactly. see good hockey and you're going to get good hockey on a nightly basis from Charlie McAvoy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, some updates on a little controversy that, you know, we haven't brought up in a while. Um, so, uh, Smerik left the Ukrainian league. Good. Good. Glad that he's out of there. Yeah. Uh, he signed in the, uh, in Germany. He signed in DEL. Oh, nice. Who did he sign with? You know? I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head. But that's the, it's good that he's going to be moving to a different hockey league, though. Yeah, at least at least he's out of. Yeah. Feels so bad for him, man. 
Yeah. And I mean, hope he's productive. Yeah. I hope he's productive there. And, to, and the other thing is, this is a good opportunity for the DEL too, to really like yeah. step up as a league and, and protect this player. Right. And, you know, I mean, if, if you're, if you're a hockey player of color, and you're looking for a hockey league to play. And if they're protecting this guy and showing anti-racism and sticking up for those guys, it's a good opportunity to just, you know, market your league a little bit there. Yeah. Play for us, man. Like hockey's for everyone, you know? Hockey is for everyone. Hockey's abs- I, yeah. I, I hope he has nothing but success there. Absolutely. You know who I uh, also really wish a lot of success on? Who? The King. Yeah. You fucking called it, dude. Dog, I mean, come on. Like, that was like <laughs> the most predictable thing ever. No brainer. You, you, you can't not have that face on television. Like, like not only was this guy like an unbelievable goaltender for the Rangers for like right. what, 15 years, yeah. one of the best personalities in the league. You can't not have the most gorgeous face in the world on television. I know. He's like, like again, we such a, just an absurdly looking, good looking guy. Like, like come, like again, we mentioned this yes. the first time. We are straight men, but God, you, he's the king. He's the king for a reason. Yeah, come on. He can't. He can't help that he's from Sweden. I, <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny is I believe that Alex Wenberg is like the only Swede I've seen uh, with missing teeth that still looks beautiful. Yeah, and he's still just <laughs> a gorgeous, gorgeous human being. <laughs> there were our gush- the thing, like, like, let me, like they're they're already unbelievable at hockey. Team Sweden's unbelievable, but like they could also win like a fashion show. Yeah, they're male models. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Like look, look, look another an, another player with perfect complexion, complexion and great hair, a chiseled, beautiful smile, yeah. chiseled like <laughs> they're all jacked. Like, <laughs> that, like what? Are, like what are they doing over in Sweden? Like the, every person looks like that. It's a factory. It's just it, it is. It's a legit like clothing factory. They just pump these people out like every day. Like it's like it's like you know what it's like. It's like spore, but for like actual good looking human beings. Yeah. <laughs> God, like, I, I just I don't get it. Like, God, I wish I was born in Sweden. I know. You you you're born in Sweden. You're you're a seven at minimum. <laughs> at the minimum. worst looking person in Sweden is a seven. <laughs> Meanwhile, wait, is only Jokinen Swedish or is he Finnish? He's Finnish. He's Finnish. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm just trying to think of like the ugliest Swede <laughs> that we could think of in the Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Take your time. I know. Take your time. Find one. I dare you. <laughs> I fucking dare you. We'll be, sit- we'll be sitting here for hours. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. So Henrik Lundqvist signed on to MSG Networks, and he's gonna be um, he's gonna be a color guy. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, you know, uh, we see this in columbus with jody like you want a former player as a color guy 
Yeah. Because they you want, know, like your former players, like on the panel, like the Sabers, they got Marty Baron, and like for us, like not only on on a color analyst, we have Jody, but we also have Jean Luc Grand Pierre. Oh, Grand Pierre was. Oh my God! He's did you awesome. see? Did you see his tweet for opening night <laughs> with Wiley <No>. Coyote? <laughs> I did not. It was so good. It was Wiley Coyote blowing himself up. The hyphenator with the jokes, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love him. He's 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 a great personality. Oh, absolutely, and he works so well with Brian. He does. They work well together. Like, I love Gieslaw. Just like on Brian anything Coleslaw. He does. Coleslaw. I've never heard him called Coleslaw. <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> um, he's great on the Reds panel all the yeah. time. Um. Mm-hmm. He's great with the. He's Blue really, really, really talented guy. He's great. He's super talented, and then Jody is really, you know, he was doing radio stuff with McElligot for a while before he got onto TV, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you want because yeah, you know he was Bob able too. to. Yeah, Bob is fantastic. I gotta send in a mailbag, <laughs> like for. Yeah, do it. You know, I love what he does. Yeah. Yeah, we should send something in like talking about all of the fan-made podcasts like us and our friends at uh subjectively cbj Mm -hmm. actively speaking Mm -hmm. um you know like we we get followed on our um it's this way camera camera left uh on our twitter account which please um we're still trying to grow that a lot yeah don't uh jason has a podcast too doesn't he yes canon colin um yeah does does he do that with Lindsay, or does Lindsay just come on occasionally i think they just do it together okay i think they're they're, just regular awesome yeah um shout out to our buddy jason and Lindsay. jason's great Lindsay's awesome jason's a good Um, friend of ours uh from way back in the day i mean if you want context follow dennis kelly (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Dennis, so follow, awesome seeing him the other follow day. our number one fan, Dennis Kelly, for context because he's got that whole new video about the mm-hmm. explosion of fan accounts. Yes, um, which he, was which was awesome. He gave us like me personally and the show like three different shoutouts. Yeah, throughout the course of the video. This mm. <laughs> is the best. It's such a great guy in person. Like it was so awesome seeing him the other day. So oh awesome yeah, I Danny. miss him. Yeah, it was. It was. Was great. Ellie there? Did you get to see Ellie? Yep, saw Ellie. Oh. Yeah. I miss her so much. <laughs> yeah. I literally like I was like one section over and I texted her and I was like I see you. <laughs> She's like wait you're at the game. Oh wait a minute. She's like yes. Uh, yeah. Like where are you sitting? And I'm like I'm not telling you. <laughs> you have to find me. <laughs> oh dude, I got a funny story. And then I realized like, she was struggling, and I was like, wait a minute, there's a reason she can't find me. I'm wearing a freaking face mask. Everybody's wearing oh, a mask. She's gonna yeah. have such a tough time finding me. <laughs> yeah. Um. If we just want to end on like fun, you know, reminiscing. Yeah. Right. There was yeah. uh the game that I met Yorkie with uh Michael at. We were just like walking around the concourse. Like, I think we were trying to find something to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of a sudden, I feel this like really hard tap 
on the on the back on like my shoulder blade. And I turn around, I look down, I turn and look the other way, and she just pops up. <laughs> <laughs> like surprise. Sneaky. I know. Ellie's very Real sneaky. Quick, yeah. You want to know who else is sneaky? Mm. And I mean this in a very joking way. Yeah. Uh, the 2-0 and o Buffalo Sabres. The 2-0 and o Sabres, oh my god. So they beat the Coyotes 2-1, to one. they beat uh, Montreal 5-1. to one. I still gotta listen to that game over. So are they gonna win the Stanley Cup this year? Who knows? Seems like it. <laughs> that tank bowl that happened this afternoon. God, the tank bowl. Those, <laughs> the tank, those lineups were the tank so freaking hilarious. The tank Good cup. Lord. <laughs> right? Instead of the tank you know who is a point cup. per game player? Casey Middlestad. Jeff Skinner. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Jeff Skinner I... comeback season. I actually love that. Like, yeah. I legitimately no, I love back. that. I want to see him bounce back. I want to see Olufsen just light it up again. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Just everything. Um, but yeah, this episode, um, just to wrap up, uh, you know, they dedicated opening night, and we're dedicating this episode to Kitty. Yeah. I'm really glad that we're doing that. So this Kibbe is all. It. This is all for eighty. Hell yeah! Uh, we love you all. Share us around. Follow our twitters. Follow the show's Twitter, please. Like we're begging you. <laughs> you didn't hear that, did you? Uh, kind of. Okay. <laughs> He's reps socks. Um, but yeah, uh, follow the show's Twitter, follow us, you know, we're tagged like at the end of every show in our outro. Um, and we will see you Tuesday. Let's get cracking. I had to. You were doing (laughs) unbelievably well up until that point. I had to. Bye everybody. Hi everybody, love you. Not gonna join the Discord for another week today. Oh come on! Jay Jake Jackets, a podcast for fifth liners and all puckheads around. Follow the guys on Twitter at Snake Garinger, G A R R I N G E R, and at By J Ashdown. And subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen. March on! March on!